Welcome to Needing Humanity, the podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jenny. And we're going to be talking about some things that we have been marinating over for a long time. So, quit your bitching and sit down and listen. Welcome to part two of the 25 most influential women in mine and Jenny's life. Um, We went over more personal in the first episode, and we're going to go over more famous people, but we're going to start Jenny off, um, or Jenny's going to start us off, because she wants to add a few more to her personal. I realized after we did this that there are people that I was thinking more like retro of who helped make me who I am today, but then I didn't say the important people that are currently in my life, but not necessarily shaping me as individuals, if that makes sense. Um, and I left off, you know, Shelly, the girl that was one of my bad influences. I also forgot to say that this bitch liked ska music i don't know if you know what ska music is but i was bullied by someone who likes ska music and that in and of itself is very disappointing it's like it's stupid it's like one of the worst genres of music out there and almost every time we it is it's it's atrocious And people dance weird to it and wear, like, old zoot suits, and it's a weird vibe. It's, like, bad jazz music. It's, like, terrible. It's, like, white people doing jazz. Scamelian? Maybe. Is that? I don't know the names of the groups. I just know that she made us listen to it when we would get in her car. And I was like, this is garbage, (laughs) but thanks for the ride. I need to... Oh, my God. Okay. Well, this is, like, a recreation of Mm. Wonderwall. And that we have the Blues Brothers in the corner with shades on. Uh-huh. Everybody's uh-huh. got shades on. Yes, it's very Is like... Is that the vibe? Okay. Lame, nerdy Blues Brothers that take basically songs like Walking on Sunshine and make it like shitty jazz music. Anyways, so I just needed to say that in case there was any confusion about which Shelly I was talking about. It's the one that likes ska music. You know who you are. I have, I'm not, I don't want to take up a whole nother number, but these are people that are also very important to me. And I, they're people that are currently in my life and I just didn't even think to list them. But, um, my friend Kelsey is a wonderful person who has been there for me, um, throughout this infertility stuff and, um, We've been on a journey together as well. So shout out to Kelsey. Shout out to Jessica. And being just one of the chillest, most honest and least judgmental people I know. Um, And I just felt like I needed to also say something about them as well. Because they have been very influential in the last few years. They just weren't a part of my childhood in formative years so yeah um 
All right. So you ready to get into some famous people that have made an influence on you? Yes, I am. All right. Take us away. So when I was younger, I was not allowed to watch a lot of things on TV and even shows that like came on Nickelodeon and stuff. I weren't, I wasn't necessarily allowed to watch. And so I spent most of my time watching things like TV land and old VHS tapes of recorded episodes of things. So Lucille Ball was a huge part of my childhood and I love Lucy, <laughs> no pun intended, but I really did. And I've watched it now and it's really funny because like when you're young, you don't pick up on things like this, but just because of the time that it was, some of the stuff is very sexist on that show, like incredibly sexist. Like Josh and I watched it not that long ago and we were yeah. like cringing, but comedy gold. So, but she was a groundbreaker for that time being a female that had her own show that was titled after oh, her it sure. wasn't just that she was the wife on the show she was the show you know and that mm -hmm. yes i always thought that was so cool and powerful and i really just loved how slapstick and just funny she was yeah and she just like yes was a hurricane in the show and she just did whatever she wanted to do. Right. And got into all kinds but of But even like when she would like get stuff. in trouble with Ricky. My first person, and this is in no <laughs> particular order. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to start off with, I'm going to start <gasps> off with my Southern roots. And I'm going to say Dolly Parton. Uh, I grew up listening to Dolly Parton. Um, person who probably introduced me to country music was my grandpa so he listened to you know older country when I was a kid and um the more that I just see her also she's I'm pretty sure she's like mm -hmm. Miley Cyrus's godmother I want to say so I don't know she's just a cool person like she's very giving and very generous and so talented and I remember reading something one time where people would make fun of the way that she dressed in her hair when she performed but like she was just herself and that was during I mean a time mm -hmm. so many decades ago where that was even harder to do for sure then than it is now and I just think she's just I love Dolly herself and she Mm -hmm. doesn't say sorry for it i love so that I love people it. like when all the black lives matter stuff really started being publicized they asked dolly parton what she thought about it and i think they asked her because they thought she would say some old southern racist thing but she was like of course they matter you think our little white asses are the only ones that matter and within like 24 hours of her <laughs> saying that they had like a mural painted in nashville that had that quote on it oh yeah same for like the lgbtq plus community they yeah. worship her too which i just think it's awesome that there's these groups of people who have experienced such hardship and hurt and like everybody knows dolly parton yes, is just a real sure. one you know uh, yeah she is the best my next um is caloris leachman um, who uh, passed away this year in 2021 20, and she 
is one of my favorite female comedians. She always kind of got typecast as like the best friend in shows, but my goodness, she's so hilarious. And her type of comedy and delivery is just so timeless. And, but she started the first, my, my first exposure to her was her playing Phyllis on the Mary Tyler Moore show. And I thought she was absolutely Mm -hmm. hysterical and also kind of a ball buster. And I enjoyed that as well. And then she was on raising hope and just hilarious. And she's a person who just let herself age very gracefully and very, just very, she just was herself, like you said. And she never looked like she got poked and prodded, which is like, your own prerogative but I feel like part of just accepting yourself as you get older is a beautiful thing and um so Mm -hmm. I just she is also a comedy icon in my eyes and um also kind of a body positive person (laughs) that I've really enjoyed um just watching her stay in comedy as she got older so my next one is I'm just trying to randomly choose. I'm gonna choose okay Kesha. I grew up listening to her. I have okay. a lot of musicians on here. I have a lot of I've comedians, noticed. but yeah, <laughs> um, like I grew up listening to her, loved her, and I actually grew up and I hate it now, but if I'm honest, I kind of grew up in the age where. A few of the people on my list and the age that I was at and the way I was raised, I was like taught that they were a little too out there and now I adore them. But just her story with her um, and her experience with Mm -hmm. sexual assault and the way that she was silenced, but she never gave up and she, she won and overcame and was able to create music again. I think that's just a beautiful story and a awesome example of what it's like to persevere because crazy too that, I mean, obviously I'm sure maybe some people knew, but there, like you just never, would have right. known what she went through. Mm-hmm. He just like disappeared. <laughs> and endurance stuff like that takes so right. much strength. And then to talk about it is its own type of strength, I feel like. So the fact that she did come out says a lot about her character mm-hmm. and resilience. Um, my next one is Amy Schumer. I love her. Mm, good one. I do. Gosh, (laughs) she is my idol. Um, I love how inclusive she is. And even on her show that she used to have on, I think it was Comedy Central. Um, It may have come on MTV at some point. I feel like for whatever reason, I feel like I had an exposure to her on MTV, but I could be totally wrong. So, So on her show, she used to do like these interviews in between like sets and sketches and stuff. And I absolutely lived for the interview. I could watch a whole show of her just doing like interviews with people, 
because she doesn't judge people, but she is very funny. And she would let everybody have a seat at the table. Like she would interview a transgender person and then interview a, a minister and then interview a man, a woman, you know, like just a variety of subjects and types of people. And I just like that she tried to give a lot of different people a voice and she is one of the mm-hmm. first people that I had ever openly heard on TV talk about body positivity and um, mm-hmm. and be a normal looking person, you know, and just like love herself anyway. And, you know, some girls are like, oh, I just I feel so fat, you know, whatever. And she's just like, I don't apologize for who I am this is who I am, like, take it or leave it, and I just love that so much. I even remember watching that movie. I Feel Pretty. Yeah, maybe it's that. There's also the movie with Goldie Hawn, but I don't think that's it. Snatched. The movie, yes, the movie with Goldie Hawn still cracks me up, but I think in I Feel Pretty, there's this one time where she's just, like, walking around naked, and she's just, like, and I'm like, yes. Yes, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, I do love that about her that she just is confident. She's so comfortable in yes. her own skin. And some yeah. I don't I feel like there was something and I could be mixing two stories up, but I know I've heard her say that people that say like don't you worry about a man or whatever and she, her response mm-hmm. was I can catch a dick any day of the week. <laughs> and I was just like, "Heck yes, you can. Good for you." <laughs> You know, like she wasn't making any excuses. Um, And I just love it. I love it so much. I'm here Mm -hmm. for that. So, yes. And she's, she's just amazing in the things that she talks about and women's issues. And I just love her. Yeah. My next person is a politician. (laughs) She is currently our vice president hell to the chief she's the chief and she needs hailing um she kamala harris i do not i'm not gonna act like i know a lot about her but i just think that especially in this last year just her running and becoming vice president was so monumental i have to just put her on my list I mean for the fact that she's a woman she's an Asian American she's African American I just Mm -hmm. like it's an incredible thing to see and she just represents so much yeah and even in the like in the debate between Mike Pence this is okay this is like crazy um for me just when I start thinking about it I start wanting to like debate somebody on this Mm -hmm. but I I remember when the debate happened and um you know he number one the presidential debate was such a shit show before so I feel like it was this thing of let's not let this happen again right and Pence what you know was started to talk um at the same time and she like just was not having it and she was like I'm speaking. I'm speaking. And I know that was like this huge thing. Mm-hmm. But what I found 
was even crazier was the aftermath of it and people were like oh she's a bitch Mm. and I'm just like how funny is it that when a two men can go at it and disrespect each other and like nothing's Mm -hmm. really said but the minute a woman speaks up and stands her ground and is like no you're not gonna run over me she gets called a bitch right and no like she's i just think she's incredible for sure and um i'm proud i am too i'm proud to see it yeah i kept having conversations with people because in my mind even if regardless of your political views that was a proud day for women mm-hmm. like it it it, it kind of left me speechless i cried watching the inauguration and just all of the things that they said and just how it just made me feel like for the first time that we're really moving towards some representation yeah and I don't um representation like on multiple levels Mm -hmm. I remember seeing Mindy Kaling's um Instagram post yes. about her and her daughter. Yeah, that made me bomb watching the results, and that she she was just you know made the statement that it like she can look to her daughter and say there's someone that looks like you in this yeah. position. And yeah, like I'm like that's so powerful and it's so important. Yes, for sure. So I know this world is crazy, but some things I'm just proud to be mm-hmm. to live in the yeah. time we're living. Yeah. My next is Andrea Savage. So she is savage. She is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, she is an, another comedian. I know that these next like five are comedians. So <laughs> sorry. No, but at each stage of like me being like, I don't feel like anyone gets my sense of humor. I don't feel like I fit in anywhere. A, a female comedian I would find one of their specials or I would find a YouTube video or something that I would be like I resonate with the way they play this character or the way they deliver their stand-up and Andrea was one of those people um and she is like a long-form improv person out of New York and I think she was at the UCB and she's just amazing and she had a show called i'm sorry and it got canceled because of covid and i literally cried when it got canceled (laughs) and i was like if i had the money or a production company i would be putting this show on still somehow (laughs) because i love it so much but yeah i I think I, i made you watch i'm sorry didn't i yes it was really good gosh i love that show so anyways I love women that are just, like, totally themselves. Oh, yeah. And I feel like she's one of those people. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I loved, like, her scenes with her daughter. Mm -hmm. And just how just honestly inappropriate. Not inappropriate, but just like an adult, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and she's just so funny. And you really can't help but relate to her. I don't know. Maybe there's some people out here that can't relate, but I'm... I can. Same. Especially like the conversations she had with her kid. I was like, man, that's good. And some of the stuff where she just says something with like 
no bad intentions, but just like trying to be silly and people look at her as if she is demonic. I feel like that happens to me on a daily basis. (laughs) And like, I'm just like, oh, why did I have to say it? Like I had to say it, but here we are now in this uncomfortable situation. And I just loved watching her like act out these stories. And I'm like, that's happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not that I think I'm as funny as her. I'm definitely not. But I definitely understand the awkwardness. Yeah. <laughs> that, that we can get. Next person is, she's a, well, I found her on Instagram. And she, I don't know. I feel like I found her just right at the right time, which sounds kind of crazy because she's like an Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. But the content she puts out is just, I resonate with it so much. And it's just so encouraging. But she's a huge body positivity um, advocate. And her story is just, I don't know, it's a, it's a really cool one. She was in an abusive relationship and she went, she had an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also has, you know, stretch marks and like the mommy tummy. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Um, she and she just unapologetically like posts unflattering photos of herself on social media without concern about what others are going to say and Mm -hmm. she'll even post a picture that she's recently posted with people's just horrible comments and like she just turns it and makes it her own and I mean I remember there was one post that she did and I just like cried because I don't know. I've cried at a few of her posts because it just, it's a real thing to me. And mm-hmm. I don't know, seeing her be vulnerable like that, it's helped to validate my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's been pivotal in like me. I don't, I, don't, I get, I, I feel like that's how kind of everybody works. Like seeing someone love themselves with the same issues that you have. Mm-hmm. It, you learn like it's okay to love yourself and it put me on like the path to actually being okay with myself mm-hmm. so I like her did I ever say her name I don't know I was just sitting here Sarah. I know Sarah Landry Sarah Landry okay yes I was sitting here I, I think you said she was an influencer but I don't remember you saying her name yep Sarah Landry I'll have to look that up My next is someone we all know and love, um, is Ellen DeGeneres. I, um, have loved Ellen for a long time. And like I said, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of shows growing up, but if my parents liked to watch it, I usually got to watch it too. And we watched her sitcom show. My parents loved Ellen and thought she was hilarious and loved her stand up and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember when Ellen came out and people like her show got canceled and people stopped watching and like banned her. And I remember my mom being like, I think, you know, she's hilarious and I can't believe that people are like she's paved her way so far. Like just mm-hmm. because she's a lesbian doesn't mean that she isn't worthy of having her own show or isn't funny anymore. And I was so happy when she got her talk show 
and mm-hmm. like to see her again and um but she really is just like such a generous person and I just love her mm-hmm. I love her how dry her humor is and also how wet she can also be like she does some of those like just hilarious bits oh yeah for sure oh my gosh she uh she brings me to tears yes and did you ever watch that interview with her and david letterman where she just is the only person that he interviews the whole time no on it's on netflix i can't think what that show's called but it is really good and her um she talks about how she does a bit where she goes out and she like takes a bite of a hamburger and she like keeps holding her finger up and not talking. And then she'll start part of her sentence again. And then she take another bite of her hamburger. And like that style of like, almost like a Avent and Costello bit. I love stuff like that. Like it just mm-hmm. warms my heart. So I love watching <laughs> comedians be cheesy too, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I love Ellen. And I love that she yeah. is so bold in herself and isn't making excuses and that people really have opened up their hearts to her. And I think she has truly paved a way for people mm-hmm. in a I, lot of respects. Oh, yeah. And she's, to me, like, too, she just has a heart of gold and she's so generous and, I mean, a great activist. For like, sure. She's... Yeah, you can't not love Ellen. <laughs> it's just yeah, human. right. Okay, I'm going with another musician. Okay, I'm gonna go with. There's so many musicians on this list. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Miley Cyrus. Um, I didn't know you liked Miley. I love Miley for so many reasons. I grew up watching her. I remember I was like at the perfect age to be a total Hannah Montana fan. And I wasn't like... That makes me feel so old. (laughs) I wasn't... I was never... I loved certain people, but I was never like the let me get a Hannah Montana t-shirt or a a notebook. or Mm -hmm. I was never that with anybody. But I loved the show. It was just great watched every episode um but what was really cool is I guess just the age that I was at and like her growing up and coming out of that role and into her own um and I don't know just seeing her fight to grow up and like become her own person outside of the labels that were placed on her like that I'd initial Mm -hmm. identity everybody thought she should stick to Mm -hmm. and she's gone through so many phases Mm -hmm. but I remember it was really hard for me to adjust to like the 2000 and what 13 2012 Mm -hmm. Miley stage yeah um because that was like the first time that I I mean I know there was others before that but that was like a very bold statement Mm -hmm. and um but uh, now I just admire her so much for it because she got so much shit for it. Yeah. And I just think she's super talented and I fangirl over her. Hmm. But I did um, have a hard time with watching her during that 
that time period. Not that I didn't support it as much as I was just like, I felt like she was trying so hard to prove a point. Mm-hmm. And like now she has come off of that some. Yeah, but I also think of it this way because I'm like, as much as she was fighting before that and she got crap for that too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that apparently that's the path she wanted to explore and go down. But I always wonder on the back scenes of it, like what kind of, if it was an extreme jump for her, like was she pushed to that point? You know what I mean? Yeah, which I didn't follow it that closely. The only thing that I really remember was when she did that music award show. With Robin Thicke. Yeah, I remember people making a big deal out of that. And then I remember her Wrecking Ball video. I wanted a foam finger after that. (laughs) (laughs) You're a nut. So anyways... But yeah, I feel like I kind of grew up with her. Mm-hmm. She's just a few years older than me, so it was like the perfect age to idolize. Yeah. But that was more my brother's age group. Yeah, which you're only like every... two or three years like older than my brother. Yeah, but yeah, she's great. All right, ne- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I think Miley too doing that. Um. I don't know. I just think she changed like my generation and showed people what it's like to just be yourself. No matter how much. And it's okay to go through multiple stage, like multiple phases. And because I remember she got a lot of crap for that. It's okay to like search for yourself in different ways and to Mm -hmm. look different. Yeah. And And you don't have to be defined by one role, Mm -hmm. you know, or genre or whatever. You're allowed to have multiple sides of yourself. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what I like about Miley. Yeah. Um, next on my list is Tig Nataro, mm-hmm. which I showed you at her special a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I love her for so many reasons. She's one of my favorite female comedians of all time. I love her tenacity as well as just her story. And you would like that part too. You should, there's a Netflix special just about her life Mm -hmm. and her fight with breast cancer and losing her mom. And she's almost died like several times. Um, She got C. diff after she had breast cancer. So she's had like several crazy stuff. Oh, wow. Happened to her. And she's just persevered through all of it with such a good sense of humor and just like an irony of her life that I truly enjoy. And she's just very bold. And mm-hmm. and she's not like a traditional person. Like she's really just one of a kind. And I just love yeah. her. She did a, a special without a shirt on. After she had her double mastectomy. And it was very powerful. There's just so many things that she does. And I'm just like, she is one dope lady. 
I love her. <laughs> but then she also like will do some of the most like real honest discussions in like her show One Mississippi where she talks about like I don't know that that is necessarily a direct true story but like has some parts of like things that she's talked about in comedy and on podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. and just like meeting her wife and what that looked like and she grew up in the south and she dropped out of high school and she just has a really neat story so I just yeah love how strong and resilient she is and she can just be she's very intelligent and like her emotional intelligence and like when she talks about self-development I'm like wow she's amazing so if I can be if I could have like a one hour conversation with anyone like over lunch it would probably be Tig it's like crazy yeah <laughs> she is funny from that special but before that I saw her in that just a movie she was in but she um oh my gosh that foster family movie with mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. and she was not in it a lot but literally everything she said just hilarious so good her delivery so is amazing and yeah it was good um the next person I'm gonna choose is um more of a political role um michelle obama until i do not pay attention to politics like at all (laughs) no i love michelle obama i when barack obama was elected i remember i was in eighth grade and growing up in the south man it was it was quite an ordeal and it i say that in more of a negative it was not um, not always pretty widely celebrated yeah mm-hmm. and um but just as i've grown up you know i mean i was oh my gosh what is that you know eighth grade age to my senior year in high school so that was really the first presidency that i was able to like hone in on and follow and kind of understand but um so I just have really high standards for our first lady because of Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. I think she was an incredible first lady. For and sure. historically there might've been other first ladies that were similar to her, but I, I say she's the best. And that mm-hmm. might be because, you know, definitely the best in, in our lifetime. Life. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I read her book and she's so, seems so down to earth and transparent and but also so graceful and carries herself well and the way she just talks about her family and the way she supported Barack Obama like it's all of it I just think she's an outstanding woman and Mm -hmm. I'm glad that again I grew up in a time where I was able to look at her and say because not to knock our other first ladies um because you know like I said I don't follow every single first lady I I wasn't Mm -hmm. alive for most of Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. but she took an active role in Mm. changing things and changing things in schools and she was very vocal 
And definitely after his presidency, I don't remember seeing that um, with, you know, the election in 2016. So after that, I don't really remember seeing an active first lady, first lady. as much. Yeah. So. I agree. I just, I like that. And I admire that about her. Yes, for sure. She is a special person. Mm-hmm. Um, also very good friends with Ellen DeGeneres. Um, <laughs> always loved the specials where Ellen Their interviews. <laughs> would do something with Michelle because it would always be yes. like funny just watching them goof off together. Yeah. Um, I think one was actually like about her book signing. Yes, and like so, they like yeah. did a push up challenge once. I know yeah. that, and they just did fun, silly things together. I think yeah. one time they went shopping at Target together because you know people made a big deal about her wearing Target clothes and just being like mm-hmm. a normal person. That was yeah. amazing at the same time, and yeah, Ellen kind of played her. off of that, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I was there for it for sure. What you got looking good cooking? <laughs> you do this every I'm, time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Is that wrong? We changed it from the song, and that's why I can't ever get it in my head right. What you got cooking? Good looking. Okay. Right, so I thought we weren't even saying it the way that he says it originally. So we say, what you got cooking, good looking. You say it right. You said it right the first time. But you always say, what you got looking, good cooking. (laughs) 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 Okay. What you got looking, good cooking. (laughs) I'm done. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing, Jenny. (laughs) I really what what do you have cooking good looking? I really was like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and I did it. Okay. What you got looking good cooking? Fuck! What you got cooking? <laughs> what you got cooking good looking? I just wanna can we just post this? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. What you got cooking good looking? There you go. Woo-hoo. Um you know, I don't really have much going on this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to stay hydrated. <laughs> we did all that. You're like I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm like, ask me. Nothing. I ain't got much. <laughs> You like just trying to drink some water. Just trying to stay hydrated. Oh my god. Um, I'm trying to prep for this mud girl run. Did I oh, I forget the things mm. that we say? Yeah, we've talked about it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think so we said scratch that. Well, we've not we can say- give an update on it because we've done Oh you've yeah. done more than I have. Um not that much. <laughs> You've walked like once or twice, and I've done zero times. Yeah, pretty much. I've got um, to get my act together. It's gonna be a nightmare. It really is. Yeah, I. I, have... <laughs> I 
just imagine that we're gonna we like signed up to get our ass kicked by some mud. Yeah, um, and there's we this... did no preparation. But when we signed up the first time, do you remember when you were like, they've got those gummy bears <laughs> or jelly beans? You were like, they've got those jelly beans that give you energy. So I bet you we could do most of it just running off of those jelly beans. <laughs> I was like, hey, your plan is to sign up for a 5K and just eat some jelly beans right before you do it. That's what you're, that's, that's your training program. No, but I was like, yeah, that's it. And you were like, yeah. Yep, that's that's my plan. I'm a new fitness instructor and you just need to eat jelly beans. Please pay me about 200 bucks for this advice. Um. No, I, it's like those little gummies that have something in them. They got something in them. <laughs> and, we just and runners, show up and we drink like a bunch of pre-workout. And we're like, oh, our hearts explode because we've worked out to zero. That's what I'm going to need. Oh, my gosh. I'm, yeah, I have to start doing something. Yeah. I'm going to have to really, really what we need to do is every day before we get on a call to work with each other or every time we're just like spitballing about work. We should be working out. We should be on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And then when we're re- recording, we'll not be working out because otherwise yeah. um, I feel like I'm working on stuff pretty much from the time I get home from our first job until I go to bed. And so it just makes it where I'm like, I have no motivation to do any extra workout or anything. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. New episodes will be available every Monday on all major platforms. If you have a recipe you want us to try or a topic you want us to talk about, slide in our DMs or email us at needinghumanity at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.